0: to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to The Uncommon teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real-life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. It's so easy for us to want to become somebody that we're not. We are an expert at picking out all of the things that we don't like about ourselves, but when it comes to finding things that we like, it's almost impossible. However, did you know that God created you just the way that you are on purpose, and He saw you as something good? Good. Ecclesiastes 3.11 tells us that God has made everything beautiful in its time and that he has a purpose for your life. He wants to use you to do something big with your life. He wants to use you to be a world changer. The way that you were made fits right into what it is that God created you to do. Ephesians 2.10 says that you are God's masterpiece. He had a plan for your life before the world was even formed, way before you were ever even born. He thought about every detail about you and said, I want her so she can use who she is to shine the light of Jesus in this world. Ladies, you're unique, which means you are one of a kind. There is no one else in the world like you. And that is an amazing thing. When you try to become someone you're not, because that's not who you are, it gets frustrating. The best that we can ever be when we try to be like someone else is second best. The best person that you can be is you. Embrace who it is that God created you to be. Yes, there are things that we need to work on. There are areas where we need to grow in. (laughs) Absolutely. But he can't use you if you don't like who you are. When you embrace your differences, your uniqueness, who God created you to be, That's when you will truly discover your purpose in life. Now, discovering your purpose is a journey. It's not going to happen overnight, but it starts with knowing who it is that God created you to be. When you take your differences, your unique personality, your gifts, your talents, and I take my differences and we use them together to make a difference for the Lord, that's when we will change this world, but not until then. So how do you embrace who you are? How do you step into being the person that God has called you to be? Well, it starts with spending time with Jesus daily. Acts 4.13 says, And for those who don't know, this is the verse that Uncommon Teen was founded based off of. It says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were uneducated common men, the crowd was astonished, because they had recognized that they had been with Jesus. These were just common men. They didn't have any education. There was nothing special about them. But because they had spent time with Jesus, these men turned from common men into uncommon men. The same thing is true for us. In this verse, we see that when you spend time with Jesus, he changes you for the good and people notice. I was reading in Galatians chapter 1 this week, where Paul talks about his past. And for those of you who don't know who Paul is, he wrote about two-thirds of the New Testament. But before he became a Christian, Galatians 1.13, Paul talks about how he persecuted the church and how he tried to destroy it. He spent his life enjoying killing Christians. Pretty crazy, right? But it wasn't until after Paul met Jesus that his life was radically changed. Only God could take someone whose sole purpose was to destroy Jesus and everything that he stood for and then use that man to write a huge portion of the Bible. When you spend time with God, he takes what was common or plain or what you didn't like and he changes it, he transforms it, and he makes you uncommon. So in what ways do we spend time with God? Well, the first way is reading the Bible. I encourage you read your Bible first thing in the morning. I like to start my day out learning from God who has all the wisdom I could ever need. Psalm 119:130 says, "The unfolding of God's word or the Bible gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple." Have you ever tried to walk through a room that was pitch black? Most likely, if you have, you found yourself tripping over like anything and everything that was out of place or you just forgot was there. When we don't get into the Bible on a consistent basis, that's exactly what our life is like. We're walking around in the dark, trying not to stumble, trying not to fall. However, when we spend time reading the Bible, when we spend time with God, not because you have to, but because you realize that the Bible has the key to life. It has all of the answers to everything we could ever imagine. When we spend time in the Bible, not because we have to, but because we get to, It turns from us walking through life in darkness and tripping over everything to, you know, at first becoming like a small pen flashlight. It's a small light. You can kind of see where you're going. And so it's a little bit easier not to trip. But the more that you get into the Bible, the bigger that light becomes until it's like you flipped on the light switch and now you can see everything. The Bible says that the word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. It guides us, it directs us, it leads us in the right way so that we're not stumbling and falling. Now, if you need a good place to start, I encourage you, read through the book of John or the book of Ephesians first. There are four books of John. There is the Gospel of John, which is towards the beginning of the New Testament, and then there's 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. I encourage you, start with the book of John, just John, (laughs) or the book of Ephesians. They're really great places to start to really get an understanding of how much God really loves you. The second way that we can spend time with God is through prayer. First John 5, 14 to 15 says, and this is the confidence that we have toward God. We can be confident that if we ask anything according to his will, God hears us. Well, what is God's will? God's will is his word. So the more that we get into his word, the more that we understand what God's word says about us, the more confident we can become when we pray. And then verse 15 says, and if we know that he hears us and whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we've asked of him. Mark eleven twenty four 24 says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and you shall have it. So if the Bible says it, you can ask it. And God says, it's yours. You may not see it right away. It may not just drop into your lap. But you keep believing and you keep thanking God for it. And you're like, God, I thank you. It's coming. I thank you, Lord, that you are bringing me good godly friends that I connect with. I have fun with. I thank you, Lord, that they're coming. I don't see them yet, but they're coming. And just stand confidently knowing that they are yours. Now, prayer isn't just about you. (laughs) Prayer is also talking and connecting with God about how good he is. Let him know how thankful you are for all of the good that he has done in your life. And then the third way that we can spend time with God is through worship. Psalm 61 says, hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. So David is crying out to God. He's praying and he says, from the end of the earth, I call you when my heart is faint or overwhelmed. So David is walking through a time in his life where he's walking through some challenges. He's overwhelmed. He's got anxiety, but he calls out to God and he says, Lord, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, my strong tower against the enemy. Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. And that word fear doesn't mean afraid. It means who respect, who reverence your name, who honor your name. And so basically, David is walking through some challenges in his life right now. And he's like, God, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Now, if you've ever been to the mountains, if you're at the bottom of the mountains and you look up, it's like there's this massive mountain in front of you, right? Because there is. But if you ever go to the peak of that mountain and you look out, it's like you can see everything around you. And that's what he's saying. He's saying when we worship God, when we praise God, when we thank him for the good that he has done, it's like God lifts us up from that valley and places us on the peak and it gives us a new perspective. We can see things differently. Our problems start to become smaller because we realize how big and how good our God is. So when you worship, it changes your perspective. And let me tell you, the best time to worship is when you don't feel like it. Hebrews 13, 15 says, Let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Why is it a sacrifice? It's a sacrifice because sometimes we don't feel like it. Sometimes our feelings are like, I don't want to do that. I want to just be in this place of darkness and depression and overwhelm. But those are the moments where you need to praise the most. Because praise changes our perspective. Now, if you're not really sure like what worship songs to listen to, go over to the Uncommentine app. You can download that at Uncommentineapp.com and click on the tab that says worship playlist. I have 10 songs on there that are great songs. I encourage you, turn those songs on and start listening to them, start praising and watch how after a while, your feelings start to change. Sometimes it takes five minutes. Sometimes it takes an hour. <laughs> Do it until your perspective begins to change. God is so good. Again, when we spend time with God, you realize just how incredible He made you. You realize that it's your uniqueness that that is where you discover your purpose. You were created, ladies, to make a difference. In the midst of this crazy, messed up culture, God chose you to be the solution to the problems that you see. God's not looking for you to be perfect. All He's looking for is to see if you'll let him use you. God knows your past? He knows all of the crazy and sometimes messed up things that we've done, (laughs) and still he wants to use you anyway. He still loves you. He has not given up on you. And just like we read in Acts 4.13, God wants to make you uncommon. Word uncommon means not common, rare, above the ordinary, exceptional, and remarkable. That is who God says that you are, and he wants to use you right where you are. When you let God shine through who you are, you will make such an impact in the lives of those around you that it can change the face of this generation. When we look at the Bible, we can see that he has used so many teenagers to change this world. Esther was a teenager. David was a teenager. Daniel was a teenager. Many of the disciples were teenagers. God used them to make a difference, and he wants to use you. You can make a difference in your school. Even if you're the only one standing strong for Jesus, you can make a difference in your youth ministry. Maybe there's a lot of teens that are off by themselves and they don't really have anybody to talk to. Go around and talk to them. You can make a difference in the grocery store. You can make a difference everywhere you go because you have embraced who it is that God says that you are, and you're letting Him shine through you. Second Corinthians two fourteen says, "Thanks be to God who in Christ." always leads us in triumph and through us spreads the fragrance of his knowledge everywhere we go. That fragrance is what leads people to Jesus. Have you ever walked in your house? (laughs) Maybe you just got home from school or you were out doing something and you came in and you smelled your favorite food baking in the oven or cooking on the stove. And it led you right to the kitchen where you just hoped and prayed that it was finished so you could eat it, right? That's kind of like what happens when you let God shine his light through you. It draws people to that light. It draws people to God. It draws people to the hope that they so desperately need. Now it's easier said than done. As you embrace your uniqueness and you shine the light of Jesus around you, there will be challenges that try to pop up. The enemy will try to get into your head and stop you from making a difference. He does it all the time. No matter how many steps forward, he tries to always pull us back. The devil will try to use your past against you, So you have to let go of your past and remind him that you're forgiven. He'll use the fear of people to stop you. You know, what are they going to say about me? What what are they going to think if I step out and I do this? Ladies, you don't have to be afraid of that. You will never find peace constantly living in the minds of other people. Proverbs 29, 25 says that the fear of man or what others think of you is a trap. It's a trap that keeps you stuck so you're not effective for God. But then it goes on to say, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. God is with you and he is calling you out. The devil will also try to get you stuck in the fear of taking that first step. You go first and nobody else is going, <laughs> it's a little bit scary. I want you to realize that when you go first, you are giving others permission to go second and third until there's a whole revival. I don't know if you guys have seen that video where there's a whole bunch of people sitting on the side of a hill and they're sitting on their blankets. And I'm not sure what's going on. But then all of a sudden, this guy just randomly in the middle of all these people just stands up and starts dancing like really crazy. And people are looking at him like, okay, that's really interesting. And then all of a sudden, a second person joins in. And it's just the two for a little bit. And then a third joins in. And shortly after that third one joins in, a whole group of people come and join in. When that guy went first, he gave others permission to go next. Ladies, when you choose to go first, yeah, you may be stepping out alone. And you may be alone for a little while, but a second is going to come, a third is going to come, and then it's going to be a whole group of people who are ready to make a difference for Jesus with you. When you step out of your comfort zone, you step into your purpose. And sometimes that means going first when nobody else is stepping out. The devil will also try to get you into overthinking. This was one of my biggest problems. What if I mess up? What if I fail? What if I have no clue what I'm doing? Ladies, we're all going to fail at times. Failing is simply an opportunity to try again better next time. And just because you failed at something, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. Failure is an attitude. It's an attitude that you adopt, that you make yours. It's not an action. So if you failed, that does not make you a failure unless you decided that you're a failure, which you are not. God says that you are. In Romans 8:37, you are more than a conqueror. If Thomas Edison had given up, he would have never invented the light bulb. If Abraham Lincoln would have given up, when he failed, which was many, many times, he would never have become president of the United States. If Dr. Seuss had given up because he was rejected 27 times by book publishers, he would have never have written any books. If Henry Ford had given up, he would have never created the Ford Motor Company, which has revolutionized automobiles today. So ladies, if you've ever failed at anything, know that you're not alone. Just because you failed doesn't mean that you are a failure. Just get back up Learn from it and keep going. Ladies, I encourage you, go out this week and shine your light. You being here on this earth, that the time that you are here is proof that God saw a problem that only you could solve. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode helped you this week. I hope that you see that you really are made amazingly. You are so beautiful. You are so unique. And God has a purpose and a plan specifically for your life. Now, I want you to repeat after me. And I want you to really mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right ladies, I hope that you have a wonderful week and happy new year. <laughs> I cannot wait to see all that God does in your life this year. Don't forget we still have spots open for our group coaching program. If you'd like to learn more, you can head on over to the Uncommentine app at uncommentineapp.com or go to uncommentine.com and click on the tab that says coaching. You can learn more about our group coaching programs there. We would love to have you join us. Have an amazing week and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot, well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to uncommonteen.com and grab your tickets today.